Let's turn to Mark chapter 11 this morning. Mark chapter 11, we're going to start reading in verse 20. Now, before we start reading in verse 20, I, I feel like I need to tell you that this is already, this is after something has already happened. See, we're kind of coming in in the middle of the story, so to speak. We're going to pick up at a point after Jesus has already came to the fig tree and, and saw that there was no fruit on it for him. And what did he do? He cursed it. He said, never again is somebody going to eat fruit off of you. He cursed it. So the next day he comes back by this same tree and his disciples are with him. Verse 20, And in the morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter calling to remembrance saith unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou, which thou cursest is withered away. Imagine that. And Jesus answering saith unto him, Have faith in God, that whosoever shall say, and I want you all to really pay attention to verse 23, because this is where we're going to be today, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, did you all hear that? Who has a mountain in their life right now? Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Whatsoever. What does that mean in today's English? Well, just take out the so, whatever. Whatever. Verse 24. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that you receive them, and ye shall have them. What part of that do you not understand? What part of that is complicated? Let, let's, I want to make sure everybody gets a hold of this today because, see, there is not a whole lot of room for discussion there. There's not a whole lot of room for doubt. Jesus said, if you ask anything without doubting, without doubting, how many times have y'all prayed for something and you said, man, I sure hope that happens, but I don't know. That's doubt. You may have the best intentions in the world and you want to see God move, but I'm telling y'all, when you put that but on the end of it, that's doubt. Man, that's hard to do, ain't it? See, it's, it's hard in the natural to believe for things that are impossible. 
But I want y'all to know today something about the God I serve, and this ought to make you shout and jump. My God is the God of the impossible and the possible. See, it's just not the possible things in this world that I can understand and conceive of that He's able to perform. This Word tells me that He can do anything. In fact, if you go look in another place, it says He can do exceeding, abundantly, above what you can ask or think. Just put dream up in the end of that. Anything you could possibly come up with, He can do more than that. He can do above that and beyond that. You see, the God we serve told us, this is a promise, y'all. This is something you can hang on to and and remember from now on. And, And when times get tough, things get rough, things seem impossible, you can turn around and lean on this thing. He said, you can speak to a mountain and tell it to be cast into the sea. And if you ask it without doubting, it'll be done. You know what that tells me? It tells me it'll be done. That's simple. My kids can understand that. It doesn't take a rocket scientist. It doesn't take a mathematician or a professor. It doesn't take somebody that can translate from Greek to Hebrew and back to English again. What it takes is you believe in a simple truth that God can and wants to do mighty wonderful things in your life if you'll let Him. If you'll believe that He will. Believe and without doubting, he, it says He'll give you the desires... Of your heart. Moving mountains. Now y'all, I don't think there's anybody in here today that wants to have the kind of power to be able to speak to a mountain and physically see it be tossed into the sea. What would be the benefit from it? Nothing. Nothing. That should be strictly for show, wouldn't it? And that's not what Jesus is talking about. He's not talking about physically taking a mountain and casting it into the sea, although God is powerful enough to do those kind of things, but it wouldn't benefit anybody. It wouldn't, it wouldn't do anything to glorify His name. See, God God loves to do wonderful things and great exploits. He loves to kind of show you sometimes just how great and mighty He is. But He doesn't have to do things like that to show you who He is. But what Jesus was trying to get across to His disciples was even something so just awesome as, as picking up a physical of dirt called a mountain and throw it into the sea is nothing for God. If you ask Him, believe. Look, if He can do that, you think He can't take care of my bills? You think He can't take care of my kids and and give us protection and, and bless us in all kinds of ways? You think He can't do that? If He can pick up a mountain and chunk it over in the ocean? That's what Jesus was trying to tell them. Look, mountains are nothing. You see, when you understand what Jesus was saying here, what you're going to do the next time you encounter a mountain is you're going to say, mountain, move out of my way. 
mountain move out of my way because I don't care what kind of opposition you look like. Y'all ever tried to walk up a mountain? We went on vacation one time when I was about seven years old. <clears throat> and we didn't go get ropes and and all the little buckle things. and We didn't do that kind of mountain climbing. But we walked up some pretty steep places. And you know, you, you take a running start and you get... 20 feet into that thing, and you're thinking, man, this is a whole lot steeper than I thought. All of a sudden, I'm gaining altitude quick, and I turn around and look, and there's a whole lot of falling left behind me. There's a whole lot of space between me and the ground because I'm pretty much going straight up. Now, that ain't a whole lot different from the way we encounter mountains in our life. We run at them headlong sometimes, and before you know it, we realize this mountain is greater than I am. It's greater than anything I have in my abilities to overcome. See, Jesus wanted you to know that it's not you that you have to rely on. It's not your own abilities that you have to rely on. What He's telling you is that when you encounter a mountain, you just say, be removed from my life and keep marching forward. You see, you have that kind of a power in Jesus' name. What does that mean? It means that I don't have any excuse, y'all. I have no excuse for allowing a mountain to overtake me. I have no excuse for allowing a mountain to cause me to take a detour in my life. Amen? Does that make sense? You see, my path, my spiritual walk has a course. And if I take a detour off of that course, that means I'm not relying on God. I'm looking to my own understanding. I'm trying to figure it out on my own. And if y'all have ever been trying to find a destination going somewhere, you get to a point where you're kind of confused. Well, should I go this way or that way? And you end up going the long way around. And when you get there, the people you know say, well, why in the world did you go that way? You should have just turned here and did this. Because they knew the way to go, right? So when we see those mountains come up in our life, we need to be believing that God knows the right way, right? God does not put those mountains in our life for us to detour. Now y'all listen. He does not put mountains in your life for you to go around. That don't make sense, does it? It don't make sense to the, the human comprehension. The human side of me, anyway, maybe y'all are different. The human side of me says take the easiest route. Take the, the shortest way you can, but the easiest. And that's not what God's wanting you to do. God puts a mountain there so you can learn there's ways to conquer that mountain. You know, sometimes we have to crawl 
every inch. And we have to just fight for everything we get to get up that mountain. But see, God said in this Word, I just read to you that that mountain can be removed. That mountain can be removed. Sometimes that comes through the means of Him supplying you with the strength you need to overcome it. Sometimes it comes from Him physically removing the problem out of your life. But I want you all to understand, it doesn't matter how He does it, because God is faithful to perform His Word in your life. God is faithful to uphold anything He has promised you. And when He says, you can ask anything in My name and I will do it, you better believe He will do it. Y'all, that takes a whole lot of work on my part to ask something and not doubt. Why? Y'all, I'm getting on myself today. Why am I like that? Is it because I've seen God fail me time after time? No. Is it because something I've read in God's Word doesn't line up with what I've actually seen Him do? No. Why do I still have doubt when I pray? You see, there's just a part of me that can't comprehend how God's going to do it. I just don't understand how you're going to do that, God. And you know what He tells me? I don't care, Kevin, if you don't understand how I'm going to do it. You ask and believe. That's all your responsibility is, is to ask the desire of your heart and believe without doubting that I can do it. That's all you got to do. I'll take care of everything else. But see, the way I'm built is I got to understand. That's the biggest hindrance I've ever had in my life. You would think that's an asset, but it's a hindrance in, in serving God because I need to understand it. You know what I found? When I do get understanding, it didn't do me any good. Because God's still going to do what He's going to do. He's going to do it how He wants to do it. It really doesn't matter how I understand it. What matters is the outcome, right? Did He do it? Yeah, He did it. So the next time you begin to pray, I want you to remember this Scripture. Look, y'all need to memorize this. I'm going to memorize it. You don't have to know every little word of it. But memorize what this says. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart. Somebody say, shall not doubt. But shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever. See, look, y'all listen to me now. I'm not here to preach financial prosperity. I'm not here to preach to you that God is going to just give you every little whim that you come up with. But I'm trying to tell you today, it says whatsoever. He didn't make stipulations as to only the things that that I have ordered in this book and only the things that, that sound like they're holy. He didn't say that. He said whatsoever. Now, I believe when Jesus says whatsoever and doesn't put a 
except on the end of it, that He means everything. I believe when He says whatsoever that I can count on Him to fulfill whatsoever I ask. Because see, He's truthful. He's not like me and you. Did y'all hear what I said? He's not like me and you. Somebody sitting there thinking, did he just call me a liar? (laughs) Yeah, I did, y'all. I did. Because we're liars. And if you think, well, I don't ever lie, you're lying to yourself. You can't tell me there's not a time that somebody asks you to do something, and you say, oh, yeah, I'll do that. And there was some some part of you inside that just said, no, I really don't want to do that. You may have went ahead and did it anyway, but... The intent of your heart was not right. See, that's not how God works. That's not how He thinks. When He says whatsoever, He knows fully well that He can fulfill whatsoever. When He says He's going to do this this way, He's going to do it that way. See, that's how God is. He's truthful, total, completely truthful. God will remove the doubt. See, when you know a little more about Him, you, you get a hold of some of these promises and that doubt starts slipping away. When you see Him do a few things in your life, that doubt starts slipping away. You know our problem though is we start trying to relate to God in human terms. The Word tells us that His ways are higher than our ways. You know it also says that He uses the, the wisdom of man... I'm sorry, he uses the foolish things of God to confound the wisdom of man. It means he uses foolish, silly things to to mess with the minds of those that think they're smart. That ought to tell you something about God. It ought to tell you that whatever we have conceived of him to be doesn't even come close. And you know why that's such a wonderful thing? Because the next time I see myself facing this huge mountain and I say to myself, there ain't no way. There ain't no way. It don't matter if it's sickness, some sort of illness, that that doctors say, no, there's no hope, or an injury, and they say, no, there's no hope. You know what this Word tells me? That... I can put my hope in something greater than a doctor. It tells me that I can believe in somebody that does not have the same limitations that the people on this earth have. He is outside of that realm. He he has all power. He can move in ways that nobody has even thought of yet. You understand what that means? See, when some of you start praying, you start thinking, this is how God's going to do it. Or if God would only do this over here, what you're missing is that God does not need the things that you can see to make something happen. What I'm trying to tell you is that He can make a way. Somebody finish it. Where there is no way. You understand what that means? Really, I want you to really get that deep. Because that tells you that He can provide and work in your life in ways that have never been thought of. 
ways that can't be seen, things that nobody has ever conceived of in their mind, He can fulfill because He's so great. Why would you want to serve anybody less? Why would you ever want to follow a God that doesn't offer those kind of things? I don't understand it. Man, look, if I'm going to have to swallow my pride and humble myself before something, it better be worthy. It better be worthy of my my humbleness. He's worthy, y'all. He's that supreme. I don't, I don't say these kind of things just loosely. He is that, that supreme. He's that awesome. He's worthy of our praise. If He never... I've, I've said this I don't know how many times now. If He never did anything else for you though, He's still worthy because of who He is. Amen. See, it don't even matter what He's done for me. All oh, that stuff is awesome, but I'm telling y'all, it don't matter what He's done for me. It don't matter if He ever did anything for me because He is supreme. Amen. He is everything. That's the kind of God we serve. That, that mountain's starting to seem smaller, ain't it? That mountain's starting to seem a little insignificant now, ain't it? Because see, every time I've ever had to climb a mountain in my life, I get to the top and I say, man, this wasn't as bad as I thought it was. This wasn't as big as I thought it was because God begins to empower you. And you start to move under His power and under His authority. Y'all understand something about God's authority. He has total authority. And because we are children of God. And I said that in a way that included everybody. And I don't know the condition of everybody here. I hope that you've received Jesus as your Savior. But I'm here to tell you today that if you have, you're a child of the King. I want y'all to get this now. Understand that that same authority He has, you have through the name of Jesus. See, the Word says, Whatsoever you shall ask in My name, Jesus, it'll be done. You know why? Do y'all know why? Because if you don't, then that Scripture don't mean anything to you. Do you know why it'll be done when you ask in His name? Because He's the Son of God. Because He's standing beside the Father, making intercession for you. What does that mean? That means that He is standing right there, bending the ear of God, saying, God, now that's one of mine. He asked for this. And God will say, okay, Jesus. Because you're my son. But I'm telling you, you ain't worth it. (laughs) You think you don't ever say that? (laughs) I'm telling you all right now, God looks at you through Jesus. He sees you through Jesus. How many of y'all have kids that ever come? You got kids ever come and ask you for something? Talking about your kids now, not other people's kids. How many of you ever just want to tell them, no, get out of here. You don't deserve that. You know, sometimes you may have to tell them that 
But you don't want to. I promise you don't. I know. I have kids. Sometimes I have to tell them no. But seconds later, I'm like, man, I wish I I could do that for them. I wish I could. You just want to give them the desires of their heart, don't you? You want to bless them somehow. You want to just give them stuff. Because why? Because they're your children. We are God's children. See, the Word tells us that Jesus did all those things, died on the cross for our sins, all those things He did, so that He could become the first of many brethren. Who was the other brethren? Us. Praise God. You know what that means? See, look, some people don't understand this. Some people do not get how deep our relationship with God is. I want y'all to understand today, when it says that He's the first of many brethren, that means that in some kind of way, I'm not elevating myself to call myself God, but I'm telling y'all in some kind of way, the way God views me, I'm on the same level as Jesus. That's pretty awesome, ain't it? There's a guy at work that says, pretty all right. That's pretty all right. There ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Did you hear what I said? I am, I'm right up there. My inheritance is, is the same as, as Jesus. That's awesome. Y'all, man, y'all don't get it. Y'all do not understand. Because I'm telling you right now, if you understood, you'd shout. I have an inheritance. And it's great. God favors me because I'm His. He favors... Oh, what does it mean? I've got favor with God. Man, that's good. That is good. How many of y'all have kids that you like over the other one? Don't praise your hands. <laughs> that was kind of a setup. <laughs> Y'all, we have favor with God. Man, that's awesome. Next time you see a mountain coming towards you, you say, nah, I ain't backing down. Be thou removed, mountain. It may be somebody you're praying for that's sick. Y'all, look, I have prayed for Sister Deanie. It seems like every time I turn around, there's another mountain. Everything looked good, man. I was rejoicing. And all of a sudden, they had to put her back in there. And I start asking myself, am I doubting? That ought to tell me the answer right there. I'm doubting, ain't I? I'm doubting. But I'm going to start asking and believing and not doubting. I'm going to start believing with everything that's in me. God is going to raise her up. God is going to heal her. And you know what? If, if she leaves this world, that's okay. Because she has received her whole healing right there. Now that almost sounds like a cop-out, don't it? But I'm not believing for just that, y'all. If it happens that way, that's okay. But that's not where I'm putting my faith. That's not where I'm believing. I'm believing for healing. Now, when you can begin to pray like that and not doubt, you're going to... Listen, I didn't put any exceptions in that. You're going to see God move in your life. Period. There's been a few times in my life that I had enough boldness and enough faith to pray for something and see it happen. 
because I had no doubt. I believed it and it was, it was going to happen because I am a child of God. I am His Son. And when I go to Him in prayer, He sees me through that shed blood of Jesus Christ and He said, okay, I'm giving you the desires of your heart because you're one of mine. You know, the times that I don't give my kids something, there's two reasons. Either I know it's nothing but harmful to them, or I don't have the resources to provide it. We can eliminate one of those with God. His wealth is immeasurable. He has access to anything. It's all under His control, under His power. 